Hello, hello. I'm Emily Richardson, and welcome to Trashbox, a Real Housewives podcast. This week's guest is a man of two faces. This is Nikki Nasrallah, also known as drag icon Selena Vile. Uh, she recently starred in Toronto Fringe's Broken Hearted Girl. You can check that out online. And she is the host of the Squirrel Talk podcast, which is a Canadian podcast award nominated joint. Welcome, Nikki slash Selena. Hey! Thanks for hey. having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited. Nikki, you have a really fascinating journey into Housewives. Um, uh-huh. We had Coco Galore on the show in March. And yes. They were saying that they had watched all of Atlanta in one month. And that's a lot of seasons. But Uh I think you have them beat. Well, listen, Coco got into Housewives, specifically Atlanta, because of my tweets. Like, I had been tweeting a lot about Housewives. So I've been tweeting my whole journey. I've kind of slowed down down now. (laughs) Slowed down. Um, but I got into Housewives around this time last year. So if you had a podcast last year, I would have been like, I can't be on it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but I spent the pandemic with my mom uh-huh. in her apartment yeah. watching. And she loves that. She's obsessed with really? New York, with Beverly Hills, New Jersey. Like those are her girls. Really? Oh, yeah. Um, and so at last season was Leah McSweeney's first season. Yeah. It was Dorinda screaming at, at Tinsley. It was... Uh, the Denise Richards debacle, mm-hmm. and I was hooked. I was like, oh, because I've seen her watch it in the past, and I'm like, what are you watching, Mom? Yeah. And then this time, because I was actually sitting with her and watching it week to week, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is this is for me. You got invested. And I got invested. Mm-hmm. And then when I left her place in September and moved back to Toronto, um, I was like, let's get myself a Hey You account, and <laughs> let's take the journey. And my brain is like, I can't just jump around. I want to watch. I want to experience this entire thing as the world did. So I started from the very first season that ever happened. And then went instead of going series by series, I went year by year. What? I am great. I didn't realize that. So you started Real Housewives of Orange County season one. 2006, when the show was more about family and the kids than it was about the moms. That's, I haven't even gone back that far. I think the earliest I've gone back to Real Housewives of OC is like season seven. Like I, I don't know anything about that. Maybe should I go back? Is it worth it? No. Um, (laughs) Specifically Orange County is the, is my second least favorite series of all of them. What's your, what's your first least favorite? Dallas. Yeah. 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 Um, but I'm only on season three of Dallas. I just finished season three. It doesn't um, get better. It, it, I don't think it does. Uh, Orange County only gets good, I think, when Gretchen comes in season four. Okay. So if you're going to go back season four, that's when Naked Wasted happens. Do you know about Naked Wasted? Yeah, it's because they yeah. flash back to it constantly. Yeah. Flashbacks are great for that. Yeah, um, So I'm currently in 2017. I'm at the end of 2017. Wow. Of, yeah. But you're also watching the ones that are live, live. And I'm watching the ones that are live because I want to be current. Like I watch Salt Lake yeah, City. I'm watching all the ones that are currently on. I remember when I first got into New York, obviously I binged the fuck out of it. Uh-huh. 
And I felt my whole demeanor kind of changed because it was like four months of like every day these women were screaming at each other, starting fights, um, standing up for themselves constantly. And I found myself standing up for myself more. Have you you noticed any differences in your personality? Yes, accountability. I, like watching women, uh, watching them apologize, watching them take accountability, watching them not take accountability. Yes. Watching them call out situations as they happen. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing are things that I have learned from. I'm not going to say I've adapted them, but I've thought about adapting. No, no, it's it's true. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. Because the non-apologies on the show are so frustrating. Oh. oh, yeah. The season, the most recent season I just watched was Atlanta where Nini's like, Portia, they're not, they, they still aren't past the candy thing. You have to talk to them all and actually take real accountability. And she goes, no. I don't want to hear it. It's Portia. Like, Portia, just do it. Like, just be, uh, anyway. Yeah. And just, and honestly, at that point, in any situation, not just Portia, just eat shit. Just eat the shit and and give people what they want. Even if you don't feel it, make them think you feel it. Yes. Who is your favorite housewives is such, who is your favorite housewife is such a big question, but like, who is at least one of your favorites? Okay, you're gonna hate this. I'm probably gonna hate it, yeah. Everybody hates this. But my girl is Carol Radziwill. I don't hate that. It is fascinating to me. Please explain. Yeah. I think it's that she's someone I would be friends with. Like, yeah. she's just like... Yeah, you, you would. Like, you would. I would totally be friends with Carrie Radziwill. I think she's hilarious. I think she's very funny. I think she's super cool. I love her life. I love her apartment. I love her 30-year-old boyfriend. Yeah. Um, I'm just so... Like, there was a scene before she met Adam. This is, like, her first season on the show mm-hmm. where she was dating, like, Bon Jovi's guitarist or something. Aerosmith's. And Aerosmith's guitarist. Yeah. And they were just driving in a convertible in New York at night with the lights and like listening to music. Like he was playing a song that he wrote for her. Like it was just so fucking cool. And I was like, I want to be this woman. Yeah. She uh, has a fucking sick life. She has an incredible life. But at the same time, she doesn't bring drama to the show. Like she's kind of boring mm-hmm. as it is. Yeah. But she's just there to comment. And I kind of like that in a person. What I don't like is her relationship with Bethany. And yeah. I, I, the next season I watch is the one where they have the falling out. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Um, and so I was firmly team Carol in that debacle. So I thank like you. It. Okay, good. Because a lot of people are like, you're not going to like her season 10. But <sighs> I'm like, I think I will. Like, I love no. her. And you know what? I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but Andy in that reunion, when it was Bethany versus Carol, he was so clearly team Bethany and it really pissed me off. I heard it was a gang up and it I'm was not totally, I'm not it was looking a forward to frame it. job, a frame. Uh-huh. Up. I know it was annoying. Um, uh-huh. Who do you hate that everyone else loves? Who do I, I hate, hate that everybody else? I hate Bethany. I understand the hate for Bethany, but she's great TV. She's very entertaining. She's so funny. She's so quick. My favorite line of all time was season two when Luann told Bethany that, um, uh, what are they, the the Van Kempens, what are they, Simon and Alex, Alex, that they are writing a book on parenting. And without missing a beat, Bethany goes, they should be writing a book on how to to crawl through vents to sneak into parties. (laughs) (laughs) God, I forgot about that. <laughs> so good. 
No, who do I hate that everybody loves? Um, Heather Dubrow. Do people like Heather Dubrow? People, I think people like Heather Dubrow, and I don't like her. I hate her. Oh, She's so God. fucking phony and hoity-toity. Yeah. And Kelly Dodd did the best impersonation of her when she goes, and the champs. It was so <laughs> <laughs> I love Kelly, Kelly Dodd so far. <laughs> I've only oh. had two seasons with her. I See, know, I know she's the worst uh, human being in the world. Uh, I but know, right but now the, she's funny on TV. But actually, I think we're probably all alike because I loved Kelly Dodd her first couple seasons, mm-hmm. um, and alas, we lost her. But yeah, I really did love her. Like, yeah. I I used to like um do Instagram stories of my favorite moments and mm-hmm. compile them in like a highlight on my Instagram. And mm-hmm. most of them were Kelly Dodd and all of my little comments were like, I am this woman. And then I had to delete all of them because it doesn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's bad. I'm not that woman. I'm not her. <laughs> I'm an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> oh, no. I just heard when she's making dumb penis jokes. That's it. That's the only thing. <laughs> oh, my God. My favorite is how she, quickly she jumps to 10. Oh, where God. she's like, Megan, you're a terrible mom. <laughs> like, <it> just- <laughs> So good. Like Megan's I have a question for you. Yeah. Who's your favorite husband? Oh, that's okay. You know what's funny? When you brought up Simon and Alex, I thought, oh, Simon. He No, was you a... did not. No, I don't. I don't I don't like him as a person. Okay. But he brought he and Alex were so strange and eccentric. They brought so a lot of entertainment. They were the weirdest favorite? people to be on that show ever. I think the hottest, and this is like a very uh-huh wild take oh wow well actually eddie's the hottest period uh who's eddie wendy's eddie not not oh he's pretty hot but i've just met him so i haven't fallen in love with him yet okay um so i uh i think that mario singer is so hot (gasps) i think he's so sexy he's so sexy his personality's trash but but physically physically oh yeah and he's only getting better with age damn those men he has terrible teeth. Does he? I never noticed. His teeth are not good. He's got a bit of a like a a little bit of a snaggle tooth, but sexy mm-hmm. in every way that I find a man sexy. Okay, I have a top three. So number three is Mauricio. Yeah, he's hot. He's so hot, and I just love that he's so like he seems so wonderful. Like I know there's rumors that he cheats on Kyle. But, like, when we see them together, he's so in love with her, it seems. I think, if anything, it's, like, an open arrangement. Or, like, he, he cheats, but it's not because he doesn't love her. It's just because he's just fucking, she's probably bad in bed. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine Kyle being a, <laughs> being a tigress in the sack. <laughs> I'm, like, excusing cheating because your partner's bad in bed. Um, and then my number two is Juan Dixon, the cutest man in the world. Yeah, he's good looking. Also a cheater. A cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. They're all cheaters. But a, a cheater in the past and has taken accountability for it. We'll see. No, really? I don't know. We'll see. You have you hear all these rumors. Oh, fuck. They're all, they yes. all have rumors, though. Who knows? I Listen, if I met him, I would make him cheat on Robin because <laughs> I want him so bad. And then number <laughs> one is, you're going to hate this, Joe Gorga. What? He's the sexiest man. He's tiny, but I love him everything about him i love his body i love his ass i love his dick i love the way he talks i love his joie de vie i love how much he loves gay people he's the sexiest man i don't 
get that at all? And it's not mm-hmm. a height thing. My boyfriend is only 5'4". Mm-hmm. So, and that is Joe's height. And whenever we watched Jersey together, I'd be like, Ellie, look, he's 5'4". <laughs> That's your height. And he's like, I got it. <laughs> it. It is. Do you know what it is? It's like um, he's like a small soldier. He's like yes. wider than he is tall. And yes. that's what throws me. And his personality is terrible. I love his personality. I you love it. You are so weird. You are so weird. I love it. Have you watched? Uh, here's, now, here's one thing I have not watched. I need to go back. Uh-huh. And for someone with a Real Housewives podcast, this is bad. I have not watched Real Housewives of Miami. Okay. It's coming back. So you have to catch up. Now, have you watched it? Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorites. I have watched literally everything up until 2017. So I've watched 64 seasons of The Housewives since September. Jesus Christ. And that includes Vancouver and Toronto. I didn't watch um, either of those. Fuck, should I watch these? You should watch Vancouver, at least season one. Yeah. Season one is good. And they bring in some people for season two where it's like, you're just trying too hard. Mm-hmm. But um, season one of Vancouver is actually quite good. Um, okay. Toronto is terrible, unless you like going to the Muskokas. Um, no, I don't like going to the Muskokas. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Maybe I'm just too, not that I am close to any rich people, but maybe I'm too close to like, like, I used, you know, when you serve in Toronto, or, like, mm-hmm. I used to, you know, be a barista in the fucking distillery district, mm-hmm. I would, like, curse every single rich bitch who walked yes. in. I'd be like, I hope. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. They treat you like shit, and it's not fun. Whereas Beverly Hills that. is, like, a little more, like, ooh, exotic. <laughs> yes, it's further away. I, the reason I watched Toronto in particular, I mean, I was going to anyway, but mm. because I've worked for one of them. Who? Which um, one? Anne Kaplan. Is that the Christian one? No, she's the one that every, she was kind of like the Lisa Vanderpump who was, who everybody loved. Okay. Everybody like wanted to be, and she had like wacky fashions and she's really funny. And and, like, so she hosts crazy parties at her mansion, which is next to Drake's on Bridal Bridal Path. Path. Oh my God. Yeah. I've, I've done quite a few parties for her and she has one tonight. She act and I can't, I have to work and I can't get it off and I was trying so hard, but she is like releasing. You party. Oh Yeah. Not party, but like she books me to party. So she books me to come what? do a performance and then lets you mingle and like talk to people and stuff. It's really great. Um, and tonight she's like launching this fashion line or this fashion show. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but it's going to be crazy. It's a like grand bazaar and then moving to Nathan Phillips Square. It's going to be wild and I can't be there. Can you imagine having that much money? Yes, I can. I imagine it all the time. She's insane. She's the best. She's so fucking kooky. She nice? Oh my god, so nice! Really? Yeah. Okay, maybe I'll watch uh, Toronto just for the th- that tea. No, you know? you're not gonna like it. Okay, I won't. <laughs> um. All right. Well, let's get started because there's a lot of stuff I have to say about Beverly Hills this week. Yeah, let's. I showed in. you my notes beforehand. They look like the the you know the 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 scratch. It's not what's the word? Scratch. Chicken scratch. Uh, what's like no. the scribings of a serial killer the inscriptions of a serial killer oh sure eh. yeah yeah i see that I, I don't know what the word is i'll look it up on thesaurus later you'll look it up on thesaurus later it's probably someone's out there listening being like this word you're gonna get this your word. dms are gonna be flooded <laughs> probably not <laughs> um so let's start with beverly hills this week okay let's do it let's do it okay so it's been we had the week off so it's been so long that i forgot they were in the desert that's right. It wasn't on last week. Okay, they were no. at their house. You stole my goddamn house. We're at that house. Yeah, and someone told me that uh, it is not actually that house. It is the house that Kyle bought with the earnings she got from that house. Oh Wait, my, I don't understand. It doesn't matter. It's not the house, but it's close to the house. Okay. 
Okay, so there was a lot of Erica in this episode. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of Erica in this season. And I feel like this is the most Erica we've gotten since season one. Exactly. Um, Sutton, right out the gate, like, this is, like, post, the the morning after Erica's whole, like, the car crash thing. (laughs) Yeah. She, this chick is just dropping bombs every episode. And it's like, you're doing this very slowly. And it's to the point where it's like, are you coming up with new things to say every week? Like, are all of these things real? I don't know. I don't know with her. I think I've been on the... F- okay, so I went into this season being, being like, burn, Erica, burn. Uh-huh. You're evil. You're guilty. She conned me a little the last few episodes because uh-huh. I'm like, okay, maybe she didn't know. But after tonight's episode, I think she knew. And I think she and Tom are in on it together. And I think they're in on her reaction and how how she's playing this on camera. Uh-huh. And the whole Alzheimer's thing. I mean, I I hate to say, like, you know, you don't want to say someone's faking a mental illness. Mm-hmm. A degenerative disease. <laughs> right. But I don't necessarily necessarily believe he even has that. Right. She, it's, it feels, this whole thing feels like one big setup for Erica yeah. with Bravo. You know what I mean? Like it feels like yeah. Bravo's in on it. It feels like the girls are all in on it because every time she talks about it, they back up what she's feeling. They're like, oh yeah, because in my life, when this happens, that's how this happened. There, and especially Rena and Kyle. Yeah. Like, oh my God. It's exhausting. Yeah. It is exhausting because we don't know what's going on. Uh, It's so frustrating. It's absolutely frustrating. Uh, It's like Sutton has been problematic as shit this season. Uh But I love that like immediately the morning after she's throwing out shit like it reminds me of the Madoff thing. I don't know what the Madoff thing is. Bernie Madoff. What did he do? Bernie Madoff um, did like a big Ponzi scheme and scammed tons of rich people. So she's basically being like, they're grifters. Okay. Because of the information we get at the end. We'll talk about that when we get there. (sighs) Yeah. Um, One thing I loved about how this episode started, I'm going to veer off from Erica for a second. Yes, please. Why not? Rinna's, Rinna has such a soft voice in the morning. Like, we're talking about the dishes. She goes, I try to look beyond the dishes. Like, she's just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like this woman has not woken up yet and it's fun to watch <laughs> did you like Rinna? I'm listen I appreciate Rinna as a character I what I hate about Rinna is how she finds one thing to harp on that she's like mm-hmm. this is going to be my storyline is I'm going to attack this person for that yeah. thing that they do it's never about Rinna it's always about no. what she's doing to other people she never gets personal yeah ever. yeah ever 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 and, and, and if she does it's phony baloney and it's it's all it's you know it's all produced yeah so i don't like rena and yeah everything is so produced with her i don't like her but i appreciate what she brings to the show because she knows how to make tv as if she does not know whether or not garcelle follows her on instagram of course she fucking yeah. knows lies 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 and fairy tales lies and fairy tales um i missed garcelle i feel like we haven't seen her in a while uh, I love that her and Sutton are leading the charge against Erica so far. 
to you, Miss Garcelle, I have a question for you. And that is, what yeah. does Garcelle bring to the show? So I think that's a really good question. Um, and this is coming from me who loves Kara Rides a Will. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Uh, no, it's fine. Uh, because the thing about Garcelle is I just find her really likable. And even though she doesn't get into the main drama a lot, when something happens, like what happened at the end of this episode uh-huh. with Erica going going crazy yeah. at her, she holds her own. Yes. And she doesn't immediately apologize or become a blubbering mess like a lot of the women would do. Right. And they, you know, they bend, they would bend the knee. Garcelle doesn't. I like that. Those are things I like about her too. I just haven't seen enough of her, I think. Like we just. Yeah, she kind of has one foot out, I feel. Yeah. And I want someone who's all in. Like I want someone who's there to make TV. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. She has a lot going on. I guess. Yeah. She's on that. The real. Yeah, what is that? There's there's the view, and then the talk, and then the real. Yeah, and then is that all of them? I feel. Oh, I'm sure there's a thousand. There's the social. If you want to go Canadian. Oh, I can't watch. That. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to ask you to be on now. Oh yeah, they were really good. I like I like Lady Gossip too. I've been reading her since I was yeah like a teenager. Yeah, but I don't like that show. Okay. I don't like that show. That's okay. Um. Uh, uh. So. Erica is uh, I I think she's like bringing up all this shit she didn't know or she's phony baloneying it like I was told we have a house here all this stuff to further muddy the waters yes it is so funny for someone who is so private to all of a sudden start talking about everything in the middle of the most private thing you could possibly be going through which is something that involves the law <laughs> yeah it's so like bullshit it, it's very deliberate this is a thousand percent deliberate if she was erica two seasons ago she would be saying i cannot talk about this and i will not mm-hmm. but meanwhile she's saying i cannot talk about this in her confessional she goes no it's for legal reasons i cannot talk about this but then she's going around saying all the like i don't know where the house is and like yada 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 yeah, and i don't know i don't know how to use a debit card i just went to the bank and so we're tr- we're supposed to be impressed by her by how stupid she's been and she's being she's basically being like look how in the dark i was about everything yeah and i and i asked oh i kept asking but he would never tell me yeah. What do you fucking want an award? Like, <laughs> I don't think I believe her. I don't believe her. I don't believe her. Cool. I think it's exciting. I love secrets. I love secrets, <laughs> but also, Nikki, I want validation. I, I want her to eventually be like, well, you got me. I lied. I want someone to catch her. Do you think by the end, because like every episode, there's a new, there's like eight new headlines that everyone's going, oh. <gasps> look at this like every news every fucking five minutes they're getting a new like text alert from tmz Mm -hmm. um do you think by the end of the season or by next season we'll have answers and erica will be in jail i don't think so i think that legal shit takes forever i think she's going to deny 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 like even fucking oj has never publicly been like whoops i killed her like you know right these criminals don't (laughs) say that erica is oj but well you're you're comparing two crimes um but however we are in a time now of accountability like back then people were like did he or didn't he but i still love football (laughs) but here 
Um, we're in a time where like Twitter exists and people are researchers, yes. people go nuts, people cancel people, each other, each other now. So like, I think we're in a time now where she has to be held accountable at some point. I don't think she gets it. I don't think she gets it though. Yeah. Like, I think that she sees all of this shit on Twitter and she's like, haters want to be me. Like she doesn't yeah. really get the difference. What I do like about Garcelle is she's like, where's the, where did the money come from? Where, where, where do you, how do you live? Like who get? Was it an allowance? Did he give you an allowance? Yeah. What is it? Yeah, well, I love that. I love that. Call her out. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and also her her whole thing. She was like, everything was on credit cards. Well, you were technically a businesswoman with your career and your own company uh-huh. within your husband's fortune. Uh huh. So you can't have been that in the dark if you yeah. were being Erica Jane. Right? It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. And then it's a head injury. She's like three years ago, you know, that car accident. That's uh-huh. when we realized, you know, he he was fucked up. But he was stealing and cheating on her 10 years before that. So right. that doesn't track. Right. I don't know. I don't know what to make of this fucking relationship. <laughs> I'm not a detective. <laughs> <laughs> detective Selena. Uh, private eye that's right i got my magnifying glass and i'm searching the yard what did, what the fuck is sutton talking about the forensics she doesn't mean like dna forensics she means like research right yeah yeah she's i think she's talking about like um court forensics okay i guess like for do- looking into documents and stuff when they do the forensics, forensics, I hate. I hate that woman. I you really do. Something. I know you love her. No, I. I don't. I'm. I, I'm back and forth. I hate her. <laughs> I hate her voice. I hate that fucking southern accent. I love a southern accent. I hate hers. I hate how thin her lips are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like looking at her. I don't like. I don't like what she says. I don't like how she says it. I'm not a fan of this woman. You didn't like that she didn't know she had two minor league baseball teams? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> That's rich. That's a level of rich. That's a level of rich. <laughs> yeah. Um, just moving on to this final big fight. Uh-huh. Erica's cunt mode was activated this episode. Uh-huh. I love cunt mode, Erica. It's One of my friends, you know Vicky Licks. Vicky Licks, yes, my drag mother, is a drag race obsessed person. Sorry, drag race. is a, That's our other podcast. Mm-hmm. Is a uh, housewives obsessed person. <laughs> and uh, after I had watched this, the episode where she went in on Eileen, who's my girl. Eileen is my girl. Yeah, I'm I a love lifelong Eileen. fan. I'm a lifelong fan of being the restless. I've known of Eileen <laughs> since 1980. That's right. I forgot. Um, you love soap uh, opera. Oh, specifically the Young and the Restless. Specifically right? YNR. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I never watched Rinna's soap opera. Um, but when she went in on her, Vicky said to me, when Erica goes into her deep voice, that's the real Erica. Yeah. You don't talk about my son. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We're getting the real Erica. Everything else is through a veil, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So do you know all about this producer bullshit thing with this fight? No. So people are saying online, and forgive me, listeners, if I got this wrong, because I just skimmed a post about it. Uh-huh. Um, so they are saying, okay, so when we have that shot of Garcelle 
Crystal and Erica walking down from the mountain or the hill. Uh-huh. Uh, and Erica admits that Tom calls her every single day. Yeah. They are saying, I think, that that was not actually what happened. They are using the audio from when Erica told it to just Crystal. And then the producers allegedly were the ones to tell Garcelle that Tom calls Erica every day and to bring it up. Wow. We, now, I'm no, I don't know about this. So they are saying that, like, Garcelle did have unholy intentions because she was, like, being a producer's puppet. But I don't know about that. And also, that... fuck off, Erica. <laughs> yes. Fuck off. But also, I thought I heard Garcelle's voice in the back and forth. Well, maybe I'm wrong. And you know and what? Then... Here's the thing. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're wrong. Maybe who knows? Also, when Crystal was like, you didn't know because you were in the car, Mm -hmm. she said you didn't know she didn't want us to tell her. She didn't say, how did you know to say that because you weren't, you were in the car at that time. Correct. That's true. So maybe I'm wrong. But there is a lot of confusion over it. And like Rinna and Erica were like posting about like, like how they cut out the fight that Erica had with the producer. Um, So basically Erica, like the long and the short of it is, Erica is trying to, again, control the narrative. I think she's just mad because she said too much. And the fact that Tom calls her every day is not in keeping with her previous story that she hasn't heard from him since she left him on the day. Yeah, here's the thing, Erica. If you don't want people to know about it, don't say it on a mic, first of all. And then also, like, you're clearly making up stories uh, all the time. Everything's a lie. And she's, she's losing, she's not getting them straight. And then she tries to cover her ass in a future confessional being like, well, I technically haven't talked to him since the day. And that's what I need to say in court. And that's why I'm blah, blah, blah. But, but my my main issue was like, Erica, you have literally lied and hid everything about your life the past few Uh years. And Uh like, that's by her own admission. Like she was lying about how she, you know, she said that Tom was a great husband. Well, clearly we know he wasn't. Um, Mm -hmm. now you're spilling everything. If Garcelle brings up something you said, where is the line? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it can't be on, you can't control what people, how people react to this. I, I don't know. And that moment. Okay. Hold on a second. I'm pulling up the scene. Okay. It goes a little something like this. By the way, it will pass. It's just right now. Oh, right. Yes, I just wish that all of this pain that he's in would stop yeah. for him. And yeah. then turn in the bar card, let's work it out. You know, like, obviously, I have not talked to him, and I cannot talk to him. Right. I mean, right. You know, he calls That's me every day. He does. That's Garcelle. That's Garcelle. another part. Okay, yeah, they're both there. there. Yeah, right. yeah. My apologies. Yeah. My apologies. I must have... No, it's not your fault. You read some, somebody misinformed you. You've been misinformed by Reddit. Is that where you got this information? No, I got it from Instagram. And also I skimmed it. So maybe I misunderstood. Gotcha. 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 Do you think that fight that people are like, they cut out the fight. Do you think that's what happens at the very end when they show that creepy, weird? It looked like it was supposed to be at Erica's point of view of her walking, wobbling, like towards the door. But then she was on the other side of that door. And then crying. <laughs> 
<laughs> do you think there's a producer in that room with her and the, and they're, they're fighting? I hope so. Fun? I hope that we get that at the start of the first. At, at, I hope we get it at the start of next week's episode. That'd be great. I try to be honest. <laughs> I try to be honest. Oh, Don't you ever fucking talk about my son? <laughs> <laughs> no, you ever talk about me stealing from orphans? <laughs> I loved Garcelle's reaction. I, I thought she just held her own and she was like, got it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Garcelle was shaken. She had tears in her eyes yes. and she said, that's the face I never want to make happen. Yeah, but she also didn't like immediately like Eileen Davidson. Davidson or Davidson? David? Davidson. 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 Yeah. Um, and I knew that. And I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I Eileen was very like I'm sorry I like I I didn't mean that I did Garcelle was a little more controlled and less contrite and listen neither Eileen nor Garcelle did really anything wrong they just acted the situations were very different though like first yeah. of all Eileen and Erica were very close at the time and it was an un- it was an unexpected thing because Eileen was just making a, a comment off the cuff not not even thinking that like an analogy is a cop yeah yeah and then but then here i don't know how close garcelle and and erica are and then also this is it's this is a muddy situation this is a situation where it's like garcelle already has a lot of questions and it's a muddy situation by erica's design and that's how she wants it and she's confusing and then you have her like little pawns like rinna and And Kyle. kyle just backing her up blind and that that bugs mm-hmm. me um next week we have something saying something like i don't want to spend time with erica right now which i fucking cannot wait to see i love yeah. that I, and the, listen say all you want about Sutton. she's like again like she was fucking racist this season you can't uh-huh. stand her a lot of people can't stand her but at least sutton is detective working her way into this she's like yeah. audience surrogate what did she say at the very end of this episode? She said something where she's like, I don't know about this. And that's when we cut to like Erica crying. Yeah, she says something like Behind that. She's door. just clearly team Garcelle no matter what. Like they're butts. Yeah. Okay, good. Good. Um, wait, hold on. I had one thing written down. What was it? Yeah, of course. Oh my God. Kathy and the tacos. But we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> Kathy. We haven't talked about Kathy at all. <laughs> Kathy, the chia seeds, get me the straw. The straw. She lived in the Waldorf Astoria. Oh my God. And that was 85, which means the kids were born. So she was living in a hotel with her children. Was she? Yeah, the 85. Yeah. The Paris picture was born by then. Yeah, the picture was from 85. Paris is my age. Right, right. I, I love this woman's life. I'm obsessed with her. I love her. I did not think when Kathy came on, we were going to get a hilarious, eccentric, um, person who talks like Caitlyn Jenner. They have the same voice. <laughs> they have the same. They have the they, they both have, they both kind of talk, yeah they both have a little bit but they they have a little bit What's of what's that a, twang? It's a little bit of twang. Yeah, it's a little bit. Oh, it's it's this here it is. It's it's this. There's a little bit of a this. There's a little <laughs> bit of t- it's tooth. It's a lot of. Do you know a lot it's teeth it's a lack of effort. It's a rich person lack of effort. Right. It's a, it's a, oh darling, get me another cognac, will you? It's a little <laughs> bit of that. You're talking like a like a 1930s gangster. That's what I'm going for. Like, see, get out of my get out of my hotel room. See, where's my fan? I couldn't Who's sleep all last dory? night. Who's hunky dory? Who's hunky dory? Woo, woo, yeah. Team Kathy, Auntie Erica, it's official. 
Mm-hmm. Um, let's move the fuck on. Because we got three this week. And yeah. up next is New York. Nueva York. Let's do it. Let's dive right in. Let's do it. Um, hey, where do you hey. where do you stand on Leah? I love Leah. I understand. Still? Still. Wow. I understand the criticisms. I under I've listened to the podcast every week. I understand your criticisms oh, of her. That's nice. Thank you. Um, I I see it. I see she's working a little too hard. She's crying mm-hmm. a little too much. Um, but I just love her. And honestly, she's I'm gonna say it, she's a psychopath. Like she's <laughs> like everything I know about her outside of the show. I have a friend who's upset who's been obsessed with Leah because of mob like since like 15 years ago she's like always had leah on her radar really and she's like so i want to be actually a big deal oh it's a it's a big deal it's wow. a thing yeah my friend liz is like a huge housewives fan and a huge leah has been a huge leah fan That's since like 2006 or whatever and like she's like remember that picture we took together in 2006 i'm wearing mob like That's it's so a thing funny. And so she's always wanted to be Leah and she's been like following her career. And then there came a point, this is before Housewives, Uh like a few years ago where she's like, she just doubles down on some opinions that are really bad. And she does some really questionable things. Mm -hmm. And I think the whole Michael Che thing is a great example of that. That was rough. Yeah. And also her whole, I don't know if I'm going to vote. Like that's (sighs) such a white privilege thing to say. Like, yeah, Joe Biden's a fucking idiot and should not have been the candidate, but it can't be Trump. Yeah, like, that was really frustrating to watch. Yeah. And the Michael Che stuff made me think like, well, and the fact that she says she invented streetwear, a white woman. Oh, no. There's yeah, just racist, yeah. like, yeah. bells going off everywhere. Yeah. But just as far as Leah as a per, like, just the way she talks, the way she acts, I love it. I, She's I'm like fun. She feels like a friend. She feels like a person that I would be hanging out with. I can't not see Lindsay Lohan when I look at her. Everything she does, I'm like, Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan. No, I don't see Lindsay Lohan. But I like that you do. That's nice. That's nice. Mia's <laughs> uh, brother is hot. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how I feel about Danny because as soon as he took off that mask and I saw that mustache, I was like, let me ride that mustache. <laughs> but... I think he's an awkward kid. Like, I think yeah. he's just like, I think like if I try, I talk, try to talk to him because he's hot and I'm like, Oh, having a conversation with you is like a work. So I need to walk away right now. I yeah. think that's how I feel about him. Interesting. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I think he'd probably be a fuck boy too. Yeah. Or maybe yeah, he's married. It. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. I didn't do any research. I just was like, I like his mustache. He's 10 years, nine years younger than Leah. And she's what? 38. Yeah. So, so he would be like, oh, he's like 20, 27. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a little guy. He's a little guy. I, how do, I don't know about this Leah converting to Judaism thing. I, I know that's like really like rude thing to say. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's like Tamara converting to, to Christianism. Like, Christianism? Like born, born again Christianism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't buy it. I don't care for it. Like, what, why are we still trying to subscribe to religions? I don't understand it. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, but she's going to fuck her rabbi, and that's all I'm here for. And that's all that I'm, I'm here for. <laughs> I think she's like also like going a little bit orthodox with her conversion, which is a very odd thing for... like She's talking about like kind of conservative Judaism, which is weird for Leah, because 
Yeah, the, it's conservative. Least conservative. Yeah. yeah, she's talking about it in a in like a see through. <laughs> yeah, and like a sex choker. It's like no, no, no. Yeah. Um, Sonia, I, I want choker. <laughs> Sonia saying, "I always thought I might have a daddy complex. I just didn't realize it had anything to do with my dad." I read wrote that down as well. God bless this woman. I love her. Um, she never evolves. She no. never grows. <laughs> it makes me sad. But it makes also gives me hope that like now last week this person called out the dad thing. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then and now she's taking care of it. She's addressing it and she brought over this LTO woman. <laughs> those bangs. <laughs> With those blunt bangs. No, they're not even blunt. They're too long. Um <laughs> see ya. Altia St. James. I'll see ya. Saint Sia. Oh no. She looks like Sia. She looks like Sia. I see. <laughs> it's kind of a small speed joke, but it didn't really work. She's gonna cover her face with those things. Um <laughs> yeah, she no, I like that she's addressing it now. I wonder if this is finally, finally after 13 10 seasons. I she only bounced in season three. Ten seasons of watching this mess of a human being try to navigate life, giving a funeral for her dog where she spread the ashes on the sidewalk instead of in the river. Um <laughs> I'm excited for this because she started out the season so strong. She started out aware, like with everything Ebony was saying that Luann and Ramona didn't get, Sonia got it immediately. Yeah. Sonia was trying. She was trying, but she seemed to get like in her confessionals, in the room with Ebony, in the room with Ramona, she always said the right thing. She seemed to get it. And then she's regressed again. (sighs) I'm hoping she's. I'm hoping this is the season where no. we turn her. We turn her. I gotta tell you right this. I just. I gotta say it right here. No, you don't see it. You no, see she's it. never gonna. She's. Okay. She is. I think an addict. I don't know if she's like you what know. What do you think she, she's addicted to? I think drama in some ways and a little bit of alcohol. Mm-hmm. And her own bullshit. She is her own histrionic stuff. She doesn't grow. She talks a lot about growing. I think she's an egomaniac in a different way than a Ramona or a Lou. Right. Um, I mean, I, I was like very curious about like Sonia's interns. And so I was like looking up like gossip about it. And I remember reading something, uh, a post, like maybe it was a Reddit post or something. Clearly I'm always on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this person was like, I interviewed with Sonia. She took me on to be an intern. I had to leave after the first day. She would not stop talking about herself. It was a 24 hour monologue. It was exhausting. She wasn't <laughs> listening to anybody. And I thought, yeah, that reads. She's just, uh, she's, doesn't mean ill will. She has no. no, she doesn't mean bad, but right. she's not all there. I don't think she's just a kook. And I think she has a bit of an addict's personality. Is that, is that wild to say? No, I think it's completely reasonable. I want to see her daughter. I oh my know. God, Quincy. Like she's never put the daughter on the show and I get it because the show And I respect kid. that. I totally respect that. I'm impressed that she hasn't. Um, yeah. So she's had this kid on the show, never put her on the show. And then now this kid is an adult. She's like 20 or like 21, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I guess she doesn't want to be on the show, which also I respect the daughter for not wanting to be on the show. Yeah. But I'm, I want to see her. I want to see their dynamic. I want to see what this oh kid is God. like. I've she never, must be a weirdo, right? I've never looked at their Instagram, either of their Instagram. I don't follow any of them on Instagram. So I haven't seen, because I know that they that she has an Instagram. So I could just go look and at her there. And she just recently went public with it. She's gorgeous. She looks like Sonia. Right. She has that long nose. So cute. 
Yeah, I mean, like, how could you not be a weirdo with, like, a geriatric millionaire father Don't and Sonia okay. as your mom? <laughs> I thought you were calling Sonia the geriatric. <laughs> no, never! Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow, he's a spring chicken. Yeah, how um, did this kid turn out? I want to see. I don't know, but I need everything. Um, Garov, the business partner, is hate. swindling her. I hate this man. And we ha- we saw him hate. a few seasons ago with Bethany. Bethany took yeah. him to task. And she's like, what is this business? What is this? And he bullshit only talks in circles. And so does that woman next to him. Oh, she's horrible. <sighs> and they are enabling her and, and stealing from her. Oh, 100% they're stealing from her. 100%. And, it, and I'm not surprised. This is who she's paired up with. She's an idiot for biz- with business. Idiot. It's too bad. Yeah. And, and then she's not cashing checks. <laughs> what? Okay, I have to say something because they were like, she has $10,000 in uncashed checks. And Ramona's like, who has uncashed checks? I tell you every time I clean my apartment, every single time, I find eight checks from jobs I did 12 years ago. Like, I'm like, can no. I cash this now? I have, I found a check from a friend that was for rent that I lived with. <laughs> like, Nikki, that's hilarious. This is why before, 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 yeah. before we started recording, I told you that I'm taking care of my finances now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm like, I've created a spreadsheet. I have a job where I'm like keeping track of my money and my expenses. I, it took me a long time to get here. I'm, I'm a little bit of a Sonya Morgan. I a little bit really. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> I honestly, I keep talking about it with my mom. My dream is to buy her townhouse. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to live in Sonia Morgan's town. Oh, get her out! I want to help her. I want to help her. I want to help her get out of there, and I want to move it. Yeah, totally. Be a tenant who never leaves, and like she can come by whenever she wants. Yeah, why not? I would love for her to drop by. He said she lies about having sex with that guy. Oh my god, that's wild. That's actually what. What's more wild than that is she's talking about how to stop a burglar from coming in, and she goes, "I have a carbon monoxide detector. I have a fire detector." <laughs> I love her. But no, this man, Dylan, first of all, what the fuck is she doing lying about this? Why is she lying? And then saying it's a threesome. What? No, it wasn't. She's hot. Like, she still has sex. We know she does. Why are you lying about having sex then? I think that, I mean, Ramona said it. She likes to lie. That's very funny. It's very funny. And that whole shoot was very funny. Ramona, actually, I got a kick out of her this shoot. I I can't stand this woman. No. I love her on TV. I love Ramona, but I hate Ramona. I think that's the correct answer. Yeah, there's no there's yeah. no other answer. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, no, she means well. She doesn't mean well. She doesn't mean well. <laughs> Season one, she asked Simon Van Kempen to leave the girls' party. <laughs> <laughs> they all walk in and she goes, what are you doing here? Why are you here? Can't you be away from your husband? Can you go down to the lobby, please? She's so rude. She's so rude. <laughs> Just met them. She didn't know who they were. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> One of the rudest. Um, yeah, it's a lot about Ebony in this. Or uh, Yeah, most of the episode's about Sonia. We get a little bit of Ebony. She doesn't have Ebony, a sister. Yeah. There's the, and you know what? I found that her reaction so odd. It's so cold. Like, she didn't care. She cared, but she didn't, but she didn't like... She wasn't emotional about it. She was like, okay, well, you're not my sister. I'm so sorry for you. I know you really wanted this. I'm going to go find my dad. (laughs) I kind of disagree. I saw emotion there and I saw her trying to not be as emotional on camera because I think that's Ebony's way. She's very collected. Oh, we think that's what's happening because right now what I'm seeing Mm -hmm. is like Fox News persona. Like she's like there to to deliver the, not I mean like Fox News, but I mean that's where she works. She's there to deliver information. She's never there to like reveal anything really. 
Like everything she reveals is information. It's not personal. It's like her grandma died was personal, but like at the same time, it was more information. It was more like, so my grandmother died. She cried a little bit and then moved on really quickly. So I'm like, where it's, do you? She has, um, it's, I'm not going to say it's Erica Girardi like, but it is, it's a little Rinna, I think. It's a little produced. Huh. It's the same with um, her, like we didn't know she broke up. Yeah. Like that should be on camera, unfortunately. Just already I, say it. You're on a reality show. I think she may just be like emotionless. Like I think she may just be like a really like, I don't want to say cold, but like someone who's just like takes things as facts and moves on. I don't see her as emotionless, but I do see her as less emotional than many of these women. Yeah. Yeah. I just think she's had to do a lot of emotional labor this whole season and heavy lifting. Which I'm going to say she took that on herself. Unless producers are like, you're here to educate them. She's working harder than she needs to. I think she's just trying to be like the very best role model for educating white idiots and she has done a great job i will say that she's worked Mm -hmm. very hard she's doing a great job she's like she's kind of gotten through to ramona yeah and 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 do you want the nice thing about ebony is there are white idiots watching this (laughs) not me (laughs) (laughs) couldn't be you (laughs) couldn't be me but there are white idiots watching this and either they are being like, she's boring. Oh, shut up. Let them be racist. Or maybe she's getting through to some of them. Hopefully. Right. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, so Lou has a has her Christmas song video shoot, which looks really fun and stupid. Does it look fun? I mean, like it's fun that they're all there, but the video itself does not look like it's gonna be a fun video. No, but the the scene behind the scenes was fun. And scene, God. Luann is not a professional. Like, can you imagine, like, an actor acting like that? Yes. Well, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But you'd hate them. Like, going out of her hair and it's cold. And it's like, bitch, you can't sing. Thank Uh everyone for being here. Not only can you not sing, you can't lip sync to your own voice. She was so bad at it. Okay, so this this conversation started because we were talking about Ramona. And Uh then we veered off track. Ramona, okay, in this situation, she's that fucking person who's like, when, when Luann couldn't figure her shit out and she goes, oh, why don't we just wave? Her and the other person said at the same time. And she goes, I, I decided, do you see? You, this is why you need me. I'm in the room. I'm directing now. Did you see that? Oh, I told her to wave. I told her, and I fixed it. I fixed the problem. Did everybody say I fixed the problem? So I fixed the problem over here. So she's going to wave. And that was my idea. That was my, I, we're going to wave. We're going to wave now, Lou. Lou, you're going to get the wave and then you're going to go out, okay? You know, oh. I, that, was, that was me who said that? Okay. You're she's so terrible. You're so lucky I'm here. I hate her. Oh, she's such a nut. But like, the, she, I was getting a kick out of her, like the champagne flowing over. Tell me how many checks. How many checks? Just tell me how many checks. Uh, this is business. This is real money. Uh, how many checks? Oh my God. Can you imagine her being your mother or being married to her? Can I show you something? Do you have your Instagram handy? Yeah, always. Okay, I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you a photo. So I got my friend Shanice. She's like an Atlanta watcher and I got her to watch New York. And as soon as she started it, she sent me this. All right. Let me know when you get it. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's a picture of Ramona working in her office. What, in her True Faith office. Yeah. And this is the original. The this is like the, is True Faith um, the, the buying company, like a clothing company? Oh no. This I is thought, her original, what made her millions job. You know what? I'm going to post this. Is it okay if I post this on Instagram? Oh, please. All right. <laughs> Everyone check out Trashbox Housewives to look at the photo. 
on Instagram. It's Ramona looking extremely early 90s. <laughs> Look at that. Uh-huh. Is that phone cord all twisted up? What is oh, that? Do you see the second picture? It's. Oh it's my a, God. It's a close it's, up of the phone cord. It's a close up of the phone cord that is the most tangled. It's like in the position of a penis. Like it's like. <laughs> it looks like a sinking ship. <laughs> it looks you like know, popcorn that that's shit? tethered together. <laughs> It almost looks like barbed wire. <laughs> you know, that shit used to happen, though. We forgot about, we forget about tangled phone cords. Oh, but this is extreme. This that is like, extreme. yeah, that's so <laughs> funny. But this is why she was great. Like, I love, I love these scenes where she steps in for Sonia and is like, let me do business. Mm-hmm. Like, let me like handle your business. She is a great business person. And I wonder what happened to this company because she worked there for years. She was still working there when Heather Dubrow or Heather Dubrow, Heather Thompson showed up. I mean- she must have made a lot of money because she has a lot of money. Um, she's relentless. That's what makes her a, I don't know, good businesswoman or effective, effective business person. Effective. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. Well, let's talk Potomac. I don't have a ton to say about Potomac this week, except sure. it was fun. Lately, I have not been taking notes when I watch Potomac because I just like enjoying it. Right. I don't think I'm there yet with it. Really? I'm three seasons in. Like, I've watched the first three. I tried to watch the entire thing before starting season six, but it just didn't happen. Hmm, yeah. um, you got a lot to juggle. You got a lot of seasons. I got a lot. And I hear that four and five are like the ones, right? Yes, like those are. are the ones that yeah. are going to hook me in. So I'm not complete. Like I love the show. I love these women. Mm-hmm. I'm not a hundred percent hooked in with them yet. Mm-hmm. They don't have my heart like Jersey does. Um, that is such a strange idea. Like that is such a strange idea that you're like, the, the women of Jersey have my heart, but not the women of Potomac. <laughs> well, okay, here's why Jersey has my heart though, is because it's my favorite series of all of them. And that's because they remind me of my family. Like those oh. are my aunt. Like those are my 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 aunts in Mexico. Even my aunts in Lebanon. Like Italian culture is very close to like Mexican and Lebanese and yeah. like and it's like a, a marriage of the two. And so I just feel like I'm with family. I also love that it's like family oriented. Like they show the kids, the moms are at home with the kids. They don't have nannies. They're raising them. They're, they're cooking every night. They're like, the husbands are there. The husbands always hang out with them. Like there's group family trips. Like, I think that's fucking awesome. And I'm like, I'm hooked in for that. But then there's like murder. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I do like Jersey. Uh, yeah, and I forget how much I loved Jersey upon the first watch. Oh my God. Yes. The original seasons, the Manzos, I am in love with oh Caroline. God. Caroline Manzo, I need to change my answer from Carol Radzuel. Really? Caroline Manzo is my woman. I got a cameo from her for my birthday, and then <laughs> I got one for my mom for Christmas from her. And she gives the best cameos. They're like threatening. They're threatening. Oh, they're, they're threatening. They're th- she's like, Nikki, Nikki Nezarella. I got a message for you. <laughs> you better have a happy birthday. And like, she's on it. She's like earnest. In it. It's like, that's just how she talks. Oh, so, so she's not like trying good. to like be Godfather. Type. Oh, no, no, no. It's just, just how she talks. It's just how she talks. I love her. That accent. I'm rewatching The Sopranos for like the sixth time. Oh my and God. That Carmela, yeah. Accent. They're so good. Um, oh my God. That's so funny. I, lo- I loved Dina Manzo. Oh, she's boring. Uh, I liked her, so fuck you. Okay. I, I um, liked her in season six when she said to Amber's shitty husband, Jimmy, she goes, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Okay. Potomac. Potomac. 
I again, I don't have a lot to say. I got a kick out of Robin being like, "Sorry, Karen, I don't want to have a super spreader event." Okay, first of all, yes, yes, I hate when Karen was like, "So she's not doing the wedding because it's a pandemic." What's her problem? I was like, oh, uh, "What's it? What's your fucking problem? Why do you why do you need a wedding to happen so badly? You want to risk everybody's lives?" Attention. She likes attention. These people love fucking attention. It's like fucking Cynthia's wedding. You didn't uh, need to do that enough. You didn't need to do it on 1020. Fuck you. 10, 10, 20. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Who cares? 10 plus 10 equals 20. You can't fuck around with that kind of math. I guess. It's a very, is it go to, you know what you do then? You go to the courthouse, you get married, just the two of you, and then you have a wedding when everything is safe. If you need that to be your wedding date, go get married, just the two yeah. of you. Yeah. Yeah. Get that on a, you know, put on a bracelet or whatever. You're inside your <laughs> ring that date. I don't know what it is. Get a tattooed. If it's a tattoo thing, just get a tattooed. They do like that Robin was like, was like, no, fuck you. Like, no, I'm not doing a pandemic wedding. Um, how do you feel about Robin in general? I need to know. Okay. Like I know everyone says she's really boring, but I mm-hmm. like Robin and, and I'm never on Giselle and Robin's side, but I just really enjoy Robin as a person. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm on team boring. I'm on team. Yeah. I don't get her. I think the reason she's, I think the only reason she's on the show is so we can keep seeing Juan Dixon on our screens. <laughs> I, think I think it's her friendship with Giselle too. Yeah, sure. Giselle needs a buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, Somebody but, needs to agree with Giselle. Yeah, exactly. I think it's the same with Melissa Gorga. I think the only reason Melissa's still on the show oh, is God. because of Joe. Joe is the, like That's Joe should be the one who gets the title card instead of Melissa. Really? Yeah. It's too bad, but it's not It's not the Real House Husbands. It's the Real House Wives. If there was ever... How do you feel about the upcoming trip? The, like, All-Stars? Oh, I'm excited. I, I'm excited. Like, will there be a lot of real drama? Or just a lot of, like, forced shit because uh-huh. they know they have to, like, do shit? Because, honestly, if you go on a trip with a bunch of acquaintances, uh-huh. <laughs> why would you, like, like immediately start fighting or drama it's not natural well because ramona is there and kenya is there that's also true (laughs) apparently kenya and cynthia had a falling out on the trip whoa i know maybe cynthia took ramona's side (laughs) maybe i'm confused as to why kyle is the only beverly hills representation because all of them are going in pairs where's lisa rinna we need lisa rinna no we don't need lisa rinna we well, I don't. Think we do. I think I'd we rather do. see Sutton on that trip. No. <laughs> no, your face. Just disgusted. Um, we do have to wrap up. I'm sorry. Uh, I told you I talk a lot. Let's do No, this. it's not you. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> Believe me. We got way too into Beverly Hills. God damn us. Um, damn. God damn Erica Jane. I'd say, yeah. Fucking Erica Jane. Um, the main drama of this episode uh, is... Candace is moving from her townhouse, more townhouse stuff, and she's having a pajama jam party. Mm-hmm. And um, Mia shows up, and they immediately call her on her super rude text, where when Giselle and Robin reached out to her and said, let's have drinks without Karen, she snapped back with, you do not dictate who I invite on these things. Mm-hmm. And if you want to, if you want to do business, talk to my assistant. And the moment she gets there, they're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad they squashed it immediately and it's not going to become a season-long drama. Yeah. Um, but, okay, you love, you're a Mia fan. You love Mia? Um, to be determined, but I'm entertained by her so far. 
yeah, she's entertaining. She reminds me of Latoya a bit. Like she's got a bit of that Latoya energy where she walks into this established group and she's like, I have opinions, I have a life, and I'm gonna throw it in your face. I have I see a little bit of that. Who's Latoya? From uh, Atlanta. That crazy person <laughs> who attacked Phelan <laughs> in her own home. Oh my god, Toya! Oh my god, I yeah. just zoned the fuck out. You were <laughs> your face dream. I was like, who's Latoya? <laughs> he went into a dreamscape. Um, yeah. Oh, Toya, yeah. I don't know. I've been yeah. thinking of his Toya lately. Uh, oh. And yeah, I kind of forgot she existed until right this second. Wow, that's really wow. embarrassing. Um, yeah, she she's in for the drama. Uh-huh. Her group her group text was wild. Uh-huh. Um, and then when Ascala, the other new girl, is like, I cannot stand by. <laughs> and left yes. going and calls her out. Uh, she's like, how many businesses do you own? And she's like, four or whatever. Like several. I have several. <laughs> that really shut her up. <laughs> yeah, that was very fun. Who is Ascala? We haven't, like, she just appeared, right? Yeah, she's just a friend of. She just, we, got, we got ourselves a new friend of. Um, and I guess she's coming in through Robin. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, and the, the jury's out on her. Right, because she hasn't really spoken yet. I mean, it was. I mean, last last week we got her praying for Ashley's baby. <laughs> Oh, that was her. I thought it was a different girl. Okay, that was her. Yeah. Um, and then her randomly being like, I have to b- barge in to this, to this drama so I remain relevant on this show. Yes. And I have no issue with that. Do the work. Do, do the work. work. You've got to do the work. you got to do the work. Uh, yeah, I don't have much to say about this episode. Uh, Ashley's having another baby, so she's going to bring another little Darby into the world. We're yeah, speaking fucked. of, <laughs> spe- seriously, speak- Michael Darby, first of all, has Simon Van Kempen energy. Listen, we're, we've talked more about Simon Van Kempen on this episode than you have <laughs> since you started this podcast. I don't think I've ever mentioned Simon Van Kempen <laughs> on this entire podcast. All In 50 hours song. of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, he wants to go into movie producing. Who are you, oh. Sonia Morgan? Oh, my God. And, and, like, and Ashley's like, it's pretty risky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he just has a lot of money and he wants a lot of attention and he wants to be successful and he's trash. And I honestly think like maybe this is an evil thing to say, but he is an evil person. And the best thing that could happen for Ashley is if he perished. You think so? Wow. Well, Don't you think Ashley would be way better off if she, if he went away, wink, wink, and she just got all his money? You are wishing death on this. <laughs> hey, I never said death. I never said that. What does perish mean for you? <laughs> I'm not, I, I can't say. Um, yeah, no, and Giselle never wished death on Ray. And I want Karen <laughs> yeah, to stop it. bringing that up. I want no, Karen to stop it. bringing it up. And Ray was super rude when he said that about her too. I don't know if it was rude. Was it was rude? rude. Oh my God. <laughs> Nikki, if someone sits you down and be like, hey, you're not going to be pretty forever. You better get a man. That's crazy it- rude. Listen, I do not look like I did 10 years ago. And I won't look, look like, oh, I sure do. But I don't look like I did 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Anything else you want to say on Potomac this week? Do I? The doorbell. Listen, I don't know if you've ever <laughs> heard that they all have the same doorbell. No. Which is ding, ding, ding. They all have this doorbell. and That's right. Karen had it in season three when they were delivering pizzas to her house. Do you remember right. that? Yes, I do. In the mustaches. I, be- I think Wendy had it episode one. 
And Wait. Candace has it on this episode. And the reason I noticed is because it is the tune of ding, dang, dong, bing, bang, bong. Sing, sing, song. <laughs> Han. They all have the, the bing, bang, bong theme song. You're so <laughs> delighted. So you, this is actually perfect segue into plugging. Uh-huh. Uh, your podcast, Squirrel Talk, the Squirrel mm-hmm. Talk podcast, and that is all RuPaul's Drag Race, correct? That is correct. Uh, we review almost every series of it. We're not going to be doing Holland, but we just said España. We're doing All Stars. I love España. I love España. So good, right? Wasn't it great? It was great. I think it lost steam by the finale. I think the finale was really cheap, but otherwise, I think, well, I think the clear winner was the clear winner. Well, that's the problem. Poopy Poison went. Poopy Poison. That's the problem. Is that when there's a very clear front runner? Mm-hmm. which I don't think she was clear from the beginning. I think halfway through it was like, okay, she's won six episodes in a row. I think she's yeah. the winner. Yeah. Um, then you get less invested. However, from the top, amazing characters, great drag. Uguasio Crujente had incredible looks. They were really mean to her. They were so mean to her. They were bullies. Dovima Dovima is a fucking cunt and a racist. She's a racist. She's a racist? Well, kind of. There was a situation. What kind of podcast is this? Is this a, no, is this it's okay. Like okay. Um, there was a situation where uh, someone did something racist. One of her friends did a racist look or something, and then a black queen called her out. And then Dovima tried to defend her friend by being even more racist to this person. Yeah. Well, I, I, she's a, has a terrible personality and the fact that she left the way she did and then like supreme like so nice was like you have a beautiful soul i was like not really <laughs> it was very i'm and i'm i'm thrown off by carmen's love for her because carmen seems to really love that girl and i don't get it i guess they got closer i don't know i love i love carmen i, know. I love i love poopy i love and what kind of fucking name what is that what is that in spanish poopy poison I don't think it is anything. I think it's just a name. Because it's a garbage name. Yeah. She's a star. (laughs) She's great. Yeah, I really loved her. I loved the songs. Um, What was I singing? What songs? From Spain? Yeah. Her her songs. Her songs. No, not her songs. Just all of the ones they would. um, Lip sync songs. Lip sync to. Okay. My pussy. And then what was the other one? The triple threat? Like. Yeah, uh, um, uh, Mocatriz, Mocatriz. Mocatriz, Mocatriz, Madela, Mocante, Trotriz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's some great ones on there. So I'm like, I need to like learn those to perform the Ricos. Yeah. 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 Where do you perform for our Toronto listeners? Uh, I generally perform these days solely at El Comento Rico about like once a month. And otherwise, I'm not really performing a lot. But you can watch my Fringe show, Broken Hearted Girl, at fringetoronto.com. And uh, look up the on-demand shows. It's in there. And it only runs until August 15th. So you've only got a week left. Amazing. And (laughs) amazing. I love that we only have a week left. (laughs) Um, And Nikki slash Selena Vile, you are a fucking fantastic singer and performer. (gasps) And a dancer. And if anybody is... um, remembers biography oh are you gonna start that up again because no this I is this is nikki's brainchild it. you hated doing it i i mean i hated it after a certain point 
um, because it was really hard on my body. And also mm -hmm. at some point I had to sit down with myself and be like, this is fucking cultural appropriation. What am I doing? Taking mm -hmm. Beyonce's choreography and profiting off of it. And teaching um, it to people in Toronto. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's great choreography though. Damn. She, and she like, I mean, it's a great workout. Oh my God. It was a workout for sure. Yeah. 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 No, it was, it was an incredible time in my life. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's over and I'm happy it's over. Yeah. Yeah. It's lovely. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, Emily, you're an excellent comedian and artist and writer. Oh, thank you so much. Aren't you sweet? Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to plug before we skedaddle? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, and a singer. My, my cat just stared at me like, what the fuck, bitch? <laughs> Are you upset that your friend show turned into a Tina Fey show? Okay. So for listeners out there, <laughs> I wrote this musical a couple of years ago and we performed it at Toronto Fringe. I was proud of it. It was called It Girls. And it's about a band from the late 90s, early 2000s who get back together. And it's a ton of early 2000s references, a lot of like Spice Girls type shit, pop star stuff. Tina Fey's show Girls 5 Eva starring Busy Phillips is uh -huh. the exact same thing. Exact and it came out same. after obviously so i i beat it but it's like i can't even watch it like i will see the um and it, and what sucks is i can't ever do anything with all of this music i've written and all of this this, this script which i'm really proud of yeah i can't ever put it back on because yeah. it's now a fucking television show to the point where even the renee elise goldberry character is the same as abba's character like i don't know i haven't watched it oh okay well they're the same just so you know Oh fuck! He came and, isn't there, and there's a lesbian too, right? Yes. Oh, it's like all of the elements, and I'm not. Uh, oh, it is very frustrating. Like I, anytime I would see the girls five Eva billboards around Toronto, I would mm -hmm. get a little pang of jealousy and sadness. Uh huh. I totally understand it. It's something I'll watch it though because I hear it's good. It, yeah, I watched the pilot, and then I was like, okay, I got what I need out of this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a shame. Oh, well, you know, whatever. It's like, that's, it's no it girls. Oh, that's sweet. Hey. Maybe, some, maybe someday if it gets canceled or something and I don't know, I might yeah. rewrite it, make some changes. We'll see. Well, we've... well, I absolutely loved having you on and hearing your professional opinion. Thank you. As someone who recently discovered Housewives, I'm happy to be on here talking about my journey. And what I love about you, Nikki, is that on your Twitter, which is what is your Twitter handle? Selena Vile, at Selena Vile. And what is your Instagram handle? At Selena Vile. Okay, so you can find Nikki slash Selena Vile at, yeah. at Selena Vile. Uh, yeah. I, what I love about your Twitter handle, it is just, a lot of it is you talking about the Housewives. And these are Housewives yeah. episodes from eight years ago. Uh, sometimes 15, yes, a long time. And you are tweeting <laughs> as though we are all going on this journey together with you. Yes, yes. And several people are. I've received so many messages and like so many like... <laughs> acts from people who were like oh wait till you get to this or oh my god i forgot about that it's great yeah 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 isn't, that's great that's awesome well that's great um so definitely follow watch just just stalk nikki nasrallah slash selena Bile. thank you so thank much you. for being on the program and thanks for listening everybody thank you for having me i love you i'll listen to you next week yay bye-bye bye. Uh, 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 uh. bye we did it